What is up, No Secrets Podcast? Um, this is our second fucking time trying to record this. First time it kind of botched, so this is our second attempt. I am Tyler. That's what happens when we're not prepared. And hey, I'm Christina. You're one to talk about not being prepared. I wanted to prepare for this, and you made jokes about me. So for today's episode, or is it an episode? Yeah. Are they episodes? Yeah, Are podcast episodes? episodes? Are we really going to get into this? Yeah, they're episodes. Okay. So for episode two of our pod, we're going to discuss the difference between uh, heritage, basically. Heritage, Culture. Cultures. Heritages. Heritages. Heritage. I'm done with you. Okay. So um, I'm half Puerto Rican and half white, and my parents split up when I was like six or seven. I am half black, half white, and my parents have been married for 30 plus years. So, of course, I picked up more of one side than the other, and you kind of grew up with both. Both sides, yes. Not equally, though. Anyway, so we're going to get into it. And uh, first being how the holidays are spent, because we're coming upon New Year's. It's coming quickly because today is the 29th of December. This, up, uh, this podcast will be up on the 30th of December. So, with that being said, New Year's is around the corner. How do you, your, how do Puerto Ricans spin, or how does your culture spin? Turn up, <laughs> that's what we do. We turn up, we party, food, mega food everywhere. Um, we all get under one roof, and we're all together. You know, I mean, we even get family that come up from Pennsylvania down to Maryland, and you know, it's it's a big thing. You know, everybody gets together under one roof, a lot of food, um, music going on. And, you know, just everybody enjoying themselves, eating, drinking, and spending time with one another. When the new year is about to come and approach, we turn on the music, and we watch the ball drop. And we all, you know, say happy new year. We cry. We give hugs and kisses and love. And after that, we turn the music right back up. We continue to party and celebrate the new year until we all decide to crash or leave. So, what is the opposite of turn up? Turn down? I'm assuming you're mega turn down. <laughs> because that is what we do. So, for uh, most American families, at least. So, I can only speak for my family. My American family. Okay. Uh, we're the complete opposite. We stay indoors. We don't play music. Uh, sometimes we'll watch movies together. Sometimes we won't watch movies together. Uh, but there's never like... This sense of, you know, we need to be around the family that, uh, you know, most of the time it's, you know, somebody like one set of, or I guess my family, like the parents and the children are doing different things or each children might be even doing something different. But there's no sense of, you know, us having to be together. We just. So do you guys get dressed up at all or anything? You guys just. Hey, what I'm wearing, what I'm wearing that day, if I'm. If I went out to the, the mall and I had joggers on, that's what I'm wearing. I might I might come home and shower early and be in my pajamas because I showered. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not dressed up for New Year's. No, we deck out, man. Like, we get we get the heels on. We get the, you know, the, the cute jeans on, the sparkly shirt on. Um, somebody in the family goes to, like... Uh, party city or something and gets like the new year's like glasses and the new year's headbands and that little like 
that you blow into and it like makes all those noises and sometimes somebody comes in with like those horns, those loud horns and honks the horns. Sometimes there's a fog machine, sometimes there's lights going on. You know, it they we go all out. It's it's a big thing. Yeah, not us. Uh now once New Year's hits or maybe, you know, the last minute we'll watch the ball drop together as a family and then, you know, uh my mother's side being really religious, she'll want to get us in a circle and she'll pray. Uh thank thank, you know, her God for bringing uh us to a new year and uh thank for you know last year and everything you know good health and stuff like that but after that you know we all go separate ways she's old so she goes to bed and then i'll do whatever i i'm doing if i'm editing something or if i'm uh playing an xbox game or something but uh that's it we don't we don't party or anything yeah, no, we, we stay really together. and You know, hold on real quick. In fact, even as a kid, it was the complete opposite because she wouldn't want us out. She'd always say like 20, whatever, 1999, 2000 has yet to take its number. She'd say that, you know, anything could happen. So she'd always want everybody in the same house under the same roof. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we're, me and my family, we all under the same roof, but it's my dad, my sister, my brother, my other brother, my cousins, my uncle. Like, I mean, it's just everybody under one roof celebrating together. It's, it's, you know, my nieces, my nephews. It's just everybody and food everywhere. And it's a big thing. I mean, it's not like we go out to a club or anything. We're just all under one roof, which majority of the time is a little apartment, maybe like a three-bedroom apartment, two-bedroom apartment. And we're all there and we're celebrating together. And, you know, there's food beyond food. There's rice and salads and vegetables and desserts and all these different things. Just, like, just so much, you know? Um, you know, you said that, like, other families there with you. Even so, if we do go with other families, like, if we're at my grandmother's house and, you know, my uncles come, they'll come in around 11, 11.30. They'll stay for an hour, half an hour after the... uh. 30 to an hour after New Year's hits, and then they peace out too. So here, now here's my question. Like, when you actually lived in Texas near your family, yeah. Um, did you guys spend it there, or did you guys stay under your own home, like in your roof, under your roof? Um, it depends. It depends on the year. Some years we're at my grandmother's, some years we're at our house. Um, it depends on, like, you know. Now, will people come to your house, or no. would it just be you guys? It would just be us. Nobody would come to our house if it was. Uh, if we were at our house, like my grandmother's house is like Scotland. Or so like everybody goes. Is there. it Scotland that's like I neutral? I got what you mean, though. I don't I know. Whatever that neutral country, is, Switzerland. My grandma's house is Switzerland. That's where everybody goes. Nobody goes to you know other places. Nobody goes to other houses. It's always my grandmother's house. Right. Yeah. No. That's that's not the way it is with my family. Like we're just. It's a really close family, you know, and we're just, we celebrate together, we, and it's not like we go there, you know, 10 to 11 minutes, 20 minutes before the ball drops, no, we all go over there like around 9, 8 o'clock, and you know, 8, 9 o'clock, you know, some of the people coming in at like 10, 10.30, but after that, like, we just kind of all celebrate together, which is just, it's a big thing. Yeah, no, we're the complete opposite, we're, uh, we don't celebrate things, and you know, even on, so on New Year's, question, do you guys cook a lot? What do you, uh, how's the food? No, yeah, we cook a lot. There's a lot of food, but 
the difference with us is there isn't like a tradition food, like a good luck food. Um, it's just mega food. Like there's rice and beans and meat and just, just everything. Now my mom, when she left my father, she moved to Pennsylvania and the good luck food for them in Pennsylvania is pork and sauerkraut, which is sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, you put that on brats. Yeah, or hot dogs. And put that shit on everything. I don't. I don't care for it. I don't eat it either. And when I don't either, but when my mom made the pork and sauerkraut, she was like, just try it, just try it. I actually, it was okay. So you I do could, eat it? No, I don't put it on a hot dog or nothing like that. So you don't put it on everything? No, I don't put it on everything. But um, it's supposed to be good luck or something. And See, my family has something like that too. I don't know they, if it's, I don't they know if eat it's, it on top of mashed potatoes. Like it's that's not disgusting. It's not you know like sauerkraut on top of a hot dog. Like they put this big, it's a big old thing of sauerkraut with pork in it and hot dog, and you eat it on top of mashed potatoes. Wait, you have to eat on the mashed potatoes for good luck for the next year, um, or you just eat it? That's just how they eat it. Honestly, I don't know. I just know that's how it was served. I don't know if you could just take a bite out of it and it just count or if you just eat it like that. I was served it that way. And I think I love mashed potatoes. If I could turn into a potato, I would turn into a potato. But um, I don't. Th- I think if it wasn't for the mashed potatoes, I probably wouldn't eat it. So we have something for good luck as well. Uh, Does it work? No, I haven't had good luck since I was bored. <laughs> uh, hey, what about me? What about you? And oh wait, what? <laughs> so my uh, so we have black eyed peas and cabbage. You don't have to eat a lot. You just take one bite. I can black eyed peas aren't bad. The cabbage is just that shit's disgusting. I don't like cabbage. I don't either. It's disgusting. That sh- that sh- I don't put that shit on anything. Oh, you love it. And then so we have to eat one bite of that. And I don't know if that's a black thing or if that's a southern thing or if it's a southern black thing, because or if it's just my uh, my, my family thing. Because that's what we do every year. And now, what about your white side? Do they have anything that they cook in particular? Or maybe like a Nebraska thing? Nope. They don't have that anything. That you know of? They no. don't have anything. My dad So came. it's just whatever they cook, they cook, and that's what you're eating? I mean, it's New Year's, so they'll make like a... My grandma will, you know, bake a ham. Do you bake hams? Um, I think sometimes, yeah. I think they'll do either like a ham or like... They'll, they'll do a meat, but, but I think it's just you, whatever. Do, but can ham be baked? Yeah. Okay, so she'll bake a ham or bake a chicken, like something like like a big meat. Uh, so a meal, like a, a holiday meal. She'll yeah, make she'll a make a holiday meal. meal. Yeah. And uh, so with that being said, like that's that's what it is. There's a, uh, you know, that that's what we eat on uh, on on uh, the New Year's. We eat the disgusting cabbage and we eat that uh, black eyed peas, which is you know it's manageable. Uh. But I guess that just goes to show how close Hispanics are versus Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, transitioning here. Awesome transition, I want to point out. The, uh, but it goes to show how close you guys are because, you know, I'm just going to assume that not every holiday you guys get together. I mean, every holiday you guys get together. Yes. Um, which we're the complete opposite. Like, it has to be like the Super Bowl or Thanksgiving for us to get together to celebrate it uh well you know you guys look the opposite you guys you know columbus day no it ain't like that no it ain't like that no not at all no but like if my grandmother's like hey i'm making lasagna today like everybody's showing up to what i was including me like we all going over there 
um maybe not all at the same time like oh hey let's all be there but like maybe like my brother will come over at four my sister might stop by just to pick up a bowl at like 6 30 so like you know they're kind of overlapping a little bit so we'll talk a little bit but no my family's really close um I talk to my brother my big brother like if not every week every other week um my dad, my dad, I talk to him every week. You talk week. to him every week, yeah. Every week. Like if, every three days. Right. I, um, I'm just, I'm. we're very close. And I feel like not a lot of Americans are like that. My Even my mom says it, like, who is, you know, the white side of me. She says she envies it because American families aren't like that. Or not most American families. You're right. My brother's off at school right now. And I'll go two, three weeks without speaking to him or shooting him a text or anything like that. But, and now when you shoot them a text, do you, do you get much back? Or is it like a hit and miss type of thing? It's a hit and miss type thing. Sometimes I don't even get responses. Um, but not all American families are like that. See, me? Me? If I get a text from my brother, I'm like, oh, wait. God, I don't, if I could be at work. My brother one day sends me a picture of him and his fiance in this nice little fancy picture. And I thought they got married. So, of course, I'm like blowing up his phone like, oh, wait, what happened? What happened? I called him. And he knew I was going to be freaking out about it. So I ended up calling his fiance. She was like, no, we were just at a friend's wedding and we took the picture. Yeah. But no, we're very, very close. See, but not all American families are like this, like how I am with my family. Correct. My best friend. Blake. One of my best friends, Blake. Shout hey, Blake. Out, shout out to Blake. Again, uh, he talks to his younger brother every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, his younger brother was actually his best man at his wedding. And he actually said that, like, if a day goes by and they don't speak, like, it's an odd day. Like, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Right. So, it goes to show you how how close-knit some – so, some American families still ha- are very close. Right. It's just not and, all American families. You know, you, you grew up with Blake and his family, you know, for a big chunk of your life, you know, you growing up. Yeah. Um, you've always been around. and But me, I met Blake once. And then the second time, it was for his wedding. Shout out to Rachel. And I could tell, being an outsider, that Blake and his family are very close. His, you know, his brothers, his his grandparents, all of them. I could tell that they're, you know, really close. And honestly, it makes me happy when I see that because, you know, there, there aren't many American families that are like that. You know, there are some out there. It's not like none of the American families are like that. No, it's only Blake's family. <laughs> but I actually had a friend, and I will never forget this day. Me and my father went to go pick him up, and my family, um, we lived in a small apartment, and it was, you know, four people in one apartment, really tight, and we went to go pick up my friend, and he had this huge house. I mean, you could see the chandelier through the window, and I'm like, man, this is nice. Like, I'm almost embarrassed to take him to where I live, you know? And one day he just told me, he was like, you know what? If I could trade everything that I have, the house, the way I live and everything, to have the type of family that you have, I would. And that's when I realized, like, family is everything. You know, like, I have it really nice being really close to my family like that. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Family is everything, you know, you're supposed to be able to count on your family. And so family is supposed to be everything. But uh Yeah, if I'm having a bad day, I could just pick up my phone, call my dad and 
vent to him about it, talk to him about it. If I'm not feeling good and I'm sick, I call my grandmother, I get yelled at because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But I call her and she makes me feel better. You know, if I need advice or if I need that outside look, I call my big brother and I talk to him. You know, and then I have a cousin, Francis, you know, where, you know, if, if I need... Shout to- out, Francis. Hey, girl, hey. But <laughs> The first person to accept me on your side. <laughs> That's true. You were the first person to talk to her. Um, or you were the first person to... She like, was the first person. I was the first person to talk to her on your side. Correct. Or she was the first person to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, even her, if I need that tough love, like, I know that's the person I can call and rely on that, you know? Like, it's nice to have family like that. You know, it's it's hard when you aren't close to your family and you can't rely on them. You're absolutely right. Uh, it is hard. And, you know, unfortunately, some American families are just like that. So... You know, I guess that's something that we can take from the Puerto Ricans or the Hispanic side. Uh, so, another, th- so you said that your friend uh, had a, like, you know, a nice house. Yeah, everything. I mean, it was nice. Like, like I said, a chandelier, like they had one of those big windows above their door, like a huge window. You could tell they had the really tall ceilings and a big chandelier. And I'm like, oh my God, like, like that's the American dream, that right there. So, you know, my, Coming from a middle class family, uh, that's how that's how it was with us. You know, we had money. You know, I guess for lack of a better term, bought us happiness at the time. And so, uh, if I got a console, my brother got a console. If I wanted something, I got it. But it was never. You know, we're not super close like that. But on the complete end of the spectrum, looking back at Blake's family, uh. Blake spent his entire high school life basically in a garage with his family. They built their own house. They built this garage to live in. There's no walls. The only privacy he got in the bath it was when he was in the bathroom, basically. Blake, me and you had it the same, literally. But Blake's family's super close, and Blake's family's also a middle-class family. So, you know. See, now maybe that's why, like, maybe that's part of You have to live in one room. Close, no, how close, or what makes a family closer, because... You know, yes, they were middle class, but they they chose to spend their money wisely and live in a smaller, you know, until they got what they cause they, 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 they built they, they got built the money the house to build the house. Wanted. Yes, right. So like you told me, like the only privacy they had was in the, the bathroom. bathroom you yeah. know, and I feel like that in a way makes the family closer because that's how it was at my grandmother's house. Like I mean, they weren't saving up to get something big. You know, they were just legit struggling, but um. You know, it was one bathroom. If I was talking on the phone, I was going to the bathroom, closing the door, sitting in there whispering. Or late at night while everybody's sleeping, I'd walk to the kitchen and sit in the little corner of the kitchen and talk on the phone. Like, there was there was no privacy at all. So maybe, you know, you lived in a, you always lived in a, in a bigger house I lived and in everybody a, a, separated, you know? Yeah, we always had at least three bedroom, a three-bedroom house where my parents had their own room. I had my own room. My brother had his own room. And we shared rooms until we got to, like, 13. Until I got to, like, 13. And then we split off into our own rooms. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe that is the key to, you know, close-knit families to be, you know, to spend more time with each other in one room instead of, you know. Um, I mean, not – I would want to say, yeah, that is the case. But it's not the case for all families because, um, you know, I – from what I know, my cousin, she, you know, they had a small house and whatnot and her family isn't that close. So I, I think it, it just depends on how the family meshes also. Like, it's it's a part of that as well, you know? Um, 
yeah, I guess there isn't a trick to uh, our they trick. Just, they're close or they're not close. Yeah, there's you know, no. If they get along, you know, if they know how to forgive and forget and move on with life. Not you know, bring I, up old stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so <laughs> another thing that, you know, that we differ on is food. I, uh, my family, we cooked three, maybe four times a week, and the rest of the time we were eating out, or we had leftovers from the previous night. So, eating a home-cooked meal, you know, oof, I was super excited because, you know, it's getting cooked, I don't have to go out. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can go for pizza any and every day. Same thing, I can go for burgers any and every day. I love burgers and pizza. But, you know, it's nothing like sitting at home having a home-cooked meal. Right. So, that was a treat in itself for me. But, once again, you're the complete opposite of the spectrum. Yes, because me, my grandmother cooked home-cooked meals, like legit home-cooked meals, um, if not every day, every other day. Every and day. And eating out, eating out was like a treat. And when I mean eating out, like there was no Ruby Tuesdays, no TGI Fridays, there was no Red Robin, none of that. Like Yum. all that, like... I didn't even know what those places were, to be honest. Like, I'd see them on the commercials, but I would never think of anything of it. Um, our treat was a McDonald's. Like, oh, you guys want to get McDonald's? or Chinese food. Oh, my God. And the Chinese food over there? Delicious. But, um, and pizza. Like, when we would get pizza, it wasn't Domino's. It was Little Caesars Pizza, which is a $5 pizza. That was our treat. Uh, but even then, so, like, I would prefer my grandmother's food over than getting that pizza or getting... Getting well, no Chinese food. The Chinese food was delicious. Oh, so you want the Chinese food over your grandmother's kitchen cooking? Not all the time, but the the Chinese food that we would get over there was so good. I'm gonna tell her. Okay, you little snitch. But um, no secrets. But she cooked, and dinner was done by three o'clock. Um, I'd get home from school. Dinner was done. We eat three three o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock, by four. 30, that food was already in bowls and in the fridge. There um, there wasn't no late night dinners. Dinner was not after 5. By 5, 6 o'clock, we're eating a bowl of cereal if we're hungry. See, and we, you know, my mom probably wouldn't start cooking till noon or 1. I guess like yours. Maybe, no, maybe 2 or 3. I don't know. Who knows? But most of the time, we'd eat around 5 or 6, sometimes 7. Lately, it's gotten later. It's like 7 or 8. And so, uh, you know, you get out of school, uh, but back when I was school, it was five or six, seven at the latest. So you'd be eating at five or six. Correct. Now, nowadays, if she, she cooks, you're eating around like six, seven, maybe eight. So, and then another, you know, so you're eating, you're eating later, which is different compared to you. You're eating right after high, right after school. Yeah, right after school. school. You're getting the banging meal. Yeah, no, and that's how it was. And it was, and it. And the difference was is, you know, when my grandmother cooked, it wasn't no box mac and cheese with the chicken, you know, on the side and like green beans or any type of boxed anything. Like everything was her literally sweating it in the kitchen. It was rice and beans and a meat. And then you had Are like you a macaroni salad. Are you saying your grandmother used to put her sweat in the food? No. Oh, like she okay. was working Whew. it. Like she, she, she would... and. It's crazy because, like, the night before, she'd pull out everything that she's going to use, have that set up and ready so that when she wakes up in the morning, she does her praying. You know, she maybe watches, like, the morning news and whatnot. 
And then she starts getting ready to cook to get it over with. The kitchen's already done and picked up by 4 o'clock. Like, everything's picked up by. You know, if, if you were out and about and you're hungry, you're getting your leftovers yourself. You're, you know, getting all that set and whatnot. But, um, no, we had legit home-cooked meals. There was no boxed anything. That's funny. You said that, you know, when you got home, the kitchen's cooked. I mean, clean, excuse me. Picked right. up for the picked most up. part. Like, yeah. it, like, when I got home from school, either the rice would still be in the the caldero which is the pot that we cook in and if it wasn't in that then they were already in bowls like when we have leftovers we put them in bowls tupperware yeah yeah so you know and the, over here is complete opposite uh well americans excuse me americans is the complete opposite you know if i cooked you're cleaning like i just did this this thing i did this you know courtesy not courtesy but you know gracious nice thing for you by cooking the least you can do is cook i mean clean now when i was in high school my mom being a housewife uh she would cook and clean because I went to school. But, you know, now, since, you know, when you once you got older and, you know, you're graduated, or you, even when you got to high school, it's like, I'm cooking, but you're cleaning. That's how it is. I don't know if other American families are like that, but that's how my family is. See, now, my grandmother's old-fashioned, though. The way my grandmother is, is, this is the way she thought about it. My father's out working. The kids are off to school. So, like... She's at home. So she would literally do it all. She would do it all. Now, as I got older, I would help her and, you know, get in there and help her take care of things. But even then, so, like, when I would try to help, she's like, no, get out. I got this. Like, it's fine. I got it. Like, she prefers to do it and do it her way. Matter of fact, I remember she would go out and, you know, run errands. And I'm like, this is the time to clean up the house and dust it and wash it down. Like, because she won't let me do it. Like, she's like, no, I got this. Even now, like, as an adult, if you and I were to go over there, she's like... Wait, are still... you an adult? No, as an adult. Yeah, are you one? Yes, I'm I need to see my ID, ma'am. Um, as an adult, like, if we were to go to my grandmother's house right now, and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. She's like, Christina, you should serve his plate. She's very old-fashioned. And it's not like, like, oh, we're back in old times. Like, you have to do everything for the man. It's not like that. But it's like, you know, the man does things for me. Like, if I fall asleep on the couch... No doubts about it. You you pick me up and bring me to the bed. Uh, I can't. I, I throw can't, a blanket on you. Call it a day. That's a lie. That's that's a lie. But see, I can't do that for you. I could never do that for you. I can't pick you up. That would never happen. You better start hitting the damn gym. I hate you. But my grandmother's very old fashioned like that. And you know, don't get me wrong. It's not like you know. Well, you need to pick up the trash. You need to sweep. You should be the one. You know, scrubbing the tub. No, it's it's not like that at all. But, you know, there's little things that she feels like, you know, as a lady, I should do. So, um, you know, her cooking and cleaning up the kitchen, that that's to her. Like, she's like, this is what I should do. That's what she brings to the table. Yeah. Yeah. So, another huge difference in uh, a Hispanic culture versus an American culture is the music. Mus oh, for sure. Music is a huge thing because... Uh, like we mentioned earlier, actually, you know, I don't even know if we mentioned it in this podcast or if we mentioned it in the one that just got scrapped because this is our second one, second time recording this. But uh, when your family gets together, uh, like on New Year's, you said it's like a party. Yes. So there's music. Yep. You want to explain how that goes? Um. Yeah. So there's music. There's dancing. You know, as we get older, like we learn the dances. Like my dad taught me how to. How to dance salsa. My my dad and my brother taught me how to dance 
bachata and merengue like they teach you how to dance these these dances like there there's steps that you have to take it's not like american music where you want to wiggle you wiggle you want to jump you jump you want to hop you hop no there's steps to these dances that we dance so you know at a young age we learn that um and you know there's parties we're dancing and you know if if you're at somebody's house and they have the congas best believe somebody's going to be popping it out and start playing it like one day we were at my brother's house and there's a party and one of the guys had a guido he's playing that it's a hispanic instrument then my brother bought the cowbell for some reason and he's playing that and it's shout just, out to bird yeah i love him but um you know then that's going on like if there's an instrument around and there's alcohol in the system and there's music playing yeah there's there's gonna be a real instruments playing too if there's instruments around no music is very and then like you know if we're cleaning the car music's blasting if we're cleaning the house music's blasting um driving in the car music's blasting windows are rolled down music is like a big thing for us and see completely opposite uh personally me i didn't even get like my own into my own like type of music until i hit 16 i uh 16 and <laughs> sitting there stuttering here so you know we listened to whoever the driver was when i was you know when we ride in the car going from place a to place b it's just 80s or uh 90s it wasn't even like what's popped right now what's popping right now what's trending what's i could you know in the 90s i couldn't name you one band like smash mouth green day uh rune five Mm-hmm. I, could, I wouldn't be able to name anybody. Uh, so, like, it just differs, you know, how American families are. Now, when we have family reunions and, like, get-togethers and stuff like that, there would be music playing. But it's whoever had the iPod, whoever brought the speaker. Right. And it wouldn't, you know, and nobody bring out instruments like that. Nobody's going to bring out a guitar well, solo. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody brought instruments with them. You just but said your like, brother brought a cowbell. No, no, this was, we were at his house. And he bought a cowbell. But he brought it out. Yeah, but but we it was at his house. Like if we if my brother was going to a party at like my uncle's house or something like that, he's not gonna bring the cowbell with him. He could smuggle it in his pocket. No, but he wouldn't. Like I'm just saying, like that's not something. Like it's not like my dad's not like oh we're going to you know Bird's house. Let me bring the trombone so I could you know hit a solo over there. Like it's not like that at all. We uh no we don't we don't do that now. You got real defensive there. No, because, like, I didn't want it to sound like, you know, we just trying to pop out a band out of nowhere, like, wherever we go. Like, it ain't like, like a mariachi even. band? That's Mexicans. <laughs> this podcast is about to be over, so I could, uh, you know, jab, jab, stab, stab. So what? You can, you can, what? Jab, jab, stab, stab. Okay, I just wanted to get you, just wanted to make sure you got that. Um, jab, jab, stab, stab. Is that a dance move? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know because, you know, they say Puerto Ricans are feisty. You know, you defended me one time saying that we not. I, no, I got the nice one. Yeah. And you know what? I got the angel. And you know what? Oh, we should tell that story. That's so funny. <laughs> and you know, it, it, so story time. I was, yes, this is, this is hilarious. So I had to go to a business trip, a conference in Austin, Texas. And uh, I'm with some, uh, some, some people from the company that I work with from other facilities. And uh, I found out they're Puerto Rican because they're listening to J Balvin. Shout, okay. 
So hold on, time out. Before you continue with the story, you are only going to tell your side of the story. Correct. Yes. Don't say anything about my day. Now yeah. go ahead. So I was uh, I was telling I was like you know uh we I found out they're Puerto Rican like I said and I was like oh you're Puerto Rican awesome my girlfriend's Puerto Rican you know he's like oh really he's like man you gotta watch out uh they're feisty they'll pull a knife out on you in a second and I'm I looked at him like gave him a really crazy look and I'm like dude not my girlfriend she's super nice my girlfriend's an angel so later this night I get a call, I call her and I tell her about the story she busts Actually, out laughing no you didn't tell me right away I didn't know about your day at all yet. You know, you told me like, yeah, you met some Puerto Ricans and, you know, that was that. But you actually didn't tell me about that whole angel thing and they're crazy. You didn't tell me that yet. I had no idea that happened. So on my end, I went to work that day and my work bro, Pele, I so miss him. Shout out to Pele. Um, You're never going to listen to this, but shout out to you. Yeah, no, he he's my work bro. I love him. He moved, but I still love him. Um... We, we will always, like, work together. And it was a night that we were working late. And Tyler's ex comes in the store. And I'm, you know, I'm, that's his past. I don't care. You know, that's whatever. But. Everybody makes mistakes. Wow. I mean, I wasn't going that deep <laughs> now. But <laughs> if that's what you want to call that. And, um, you know, me and Pele were working together. And, you know, the, the job that we're doing that night, we have to walk the whole floor. And, like, I just noticed this girl was following me. And she was with her mom, you know. And, obviously, I'm at work, so I got to be, you know, humble or not. Professional. And Pele, yeah. And, oh, my God, Pele is so horrible. He's making jokes on the girl. And, you know, I'm laughing. I mean, he, she can't hear it. Like, we're 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 steps and steps away from her. Aisles. But I, yeah. And, but, like, I, I noticed, like, I'm in pets. She's in pets. Next thing you know, I'm at the front by the registers. She's by the registers, but she's not trying to check out yet. And I just know, like, I'm just like, okay, this is weird. It's getting weird. She's following me. And I look at Pele. I'm like, Pele, uh, this girl looking to get stabbed or something because she keep following me. Well, later that day, Tyler calls me and we're talking, you know. And I'm like, yeah, well, let me tell you about my day. And I'm, you know, I don't even know much about his day. Just, you know, that he went out with some guys or whatever and some Puerto met some Puerto Ricans and that they were talking about Bad Bunny. That's all he told me about that. And Jay Balvin. And Jay Balvin. That was it. And I'm like, can you believe, you know, me and Pele, we're working, you know, minding our own business, you know, I'm a nice person. Like, you know, if, if she, if she walked past me and was like, oh, hey, hi, you know, I'd be like, oh, hey, hi, how are you doing? Can I help you with anything? Because that's just how I am. Like, she ain't never do nothing wrong to me. You know, there's no reason to, to beef or fight or whatever you want to call it. But I know she kept following me and kept giving me dirty looks. So anyways, I'm like, yeah, tell her, let me tell you what happened. I'm at work, you know, mind my own business, you know, with Pele, da da da, this and that. I'm like, and your ex, she just keeps following me. And I told Pele, I'm like, this girl's looking for me to stab her, right? And obviously, I'm joking. I'm not gonna really do that. Like, that's we have yet to confirm this. I'm, I'm I would never do that. <laughs> but oh my god, if I could just show you his face, his jaw just dropped. Yeah, because we were FaceTiming at the time. His jaw dropped. Like, what the heck did I just hear? And he was like, "This is crazy." And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, you're acting like this is new. Like, this is me. Like, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always stabbing motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I don't stab people. It's just how I talk sometimes. But Tyler's like, it's just so weird. I was just telling somebody that you would never do some crazy stuff because, you know, you're the good one. You're a sweet one. You're an angel. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm still an angel. My halo is just a little crooked. 
Yeah, because of those damn horns. <laughs> and, you know, after I got back a week later, I had to take the damn knife out of her jacket. Oh, no, yeah, I legit had a knife. I don't know why. Why did I have the knife in my jacket? The world may never know. No, I had it for some... Like, you gave it to me for some reason. Like, I had to use it for something or... Some, I legit had a knife in my pocket. I mean, I wasn't going to do nothing crazy, and it was a small knife. It wasn't, You're just incriminating yourself now. <laughs> no, it wasn't illegal or anything. It was a little tiny, small, little pocket knife. I don't know what I had it in there for. I don't I don't remember. I, I really wish I could remember why I had it in there. But I had it in there for a reason. But yeah, yeah. no, he, he took it away from me. I don't even know where it's at anymore. Good. Good. <laughs> the moral you bought the, me the knife. The moral of the story is Puerto Ricans should never have knives. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. I'm only half, so I'm only half bad, right? Sure. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it means, I, I guess, I don't know. I have to sleep with you tonight. I mean, sure. <laughs> I don't want you to pull a knife out on me. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. That was, that was, that's story time. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's funny. Maybe? I have a question, though. Yeah, what's your question? So, my bro, Cheesy. Shout out to Cheesy. Hey, Cheesy. So, uh,. You hung around him. He was another one of your childhood friends. And he's Hispanic. So yeah. now, you know, did you notice any family difference, you know, with him? Like, I know you noticed a family difference with me because obviously we're in a relationship and you yeah. visit my family and you so, saw that. You're right. Um, Cheesy is from Chile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, his mother's from Chile. His dad's Italian. Okay. Uh, oh man, so they be eating good. So <laughs> speaking oh. of speaking of eating good, <laughs> so Cheesy was really close to his father, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Rest in paradise. And so he was really close to his dad. Cheesy would wake up, you know, he'd get home at ten o'clock at night or something, and he's like, Dad, I'm hungry. This man would get out of the bed and cook cheesy steak, shrimp, and fries. What the heck? Whatever Cheesy would want. Because... Cheesy, you was living the best life. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, like, Cheesy's super close with his family. And, like, you know, his mother, his brother. Uh, I don't think him and his brother talked every day. But whenever, you know... Uh, me and Cheesy hung out every day when we lived next to each other. Mm-hmm. But when Cheesy's brother would come to town, Cheesy would make time to hang out with his brother because... His brother's in town. He's from, you know, FAI, FAU. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his family is very close. Funny story. Another story time. This is a lucky podcast. You guys are getting two stories. Hey. So one time I was at Cheesy's house, and Cheesy had, like, a loft in uh, his second floor. You kind of look over into the living room, and, like, that's where Cheesy hung out, played Xbox. It's kind of like an office loft. Okay. Uh, his, da- his dad was downstairs. And his dad, he spoke English, but it wasn't, like, fluent it was uh so he was like legit italian not no i'm italian not no, not no uh jersey shore right like yeah. they were legit so his, did he speak italian and everything his dad I, I don't know i've never heard his dad speak italian okay so but was his english like kind of broken yeah so then he probably spoke italian I'm so, assuming. yeah more than likely so we're upstairs and uh cheesy oh my god did you ever eat their food no 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 why didn't you try it oh my god you could have had legit cheesy's would only eat steak, shrimp, and fries. That's all his dad ever cooked for that kid. You didn't try to eat it? No, because like, I, I would always just go shrimp. home and eat or something. Yeah. 
Oh my you know god, how you're I am. missing You know out. how I am. I don't eat other people's cooking. But just imagine, you're probably like mega missing out on like no, legit you're... Italian food. And you love Italian. Look, your I mouth love, is getting watery. I love Italian food. Your you're mouth right. is getting watery. Go so, ahead, continue your story. So Cheesy and me are upstairs in the loft. His dad's downstairs. And I know where his dad yells, Cheesy, your brother's on channel 56. <laughs> right? So we're playing Halo. We're like, what? So we pause the game and we turn it on. It's on Discovery Channel. And you see a manatee swimming. And he goes, look, your brother, the manatee. <laughs> and so uh, that is just a, you know, a small like sample of how close that family is. That's cute. I love it. Cheesy, would, Cheesy also played soccer. Right, we're getting really we're digressing a lot. But Cheesy also no, played. No, but it's how close his family was. Because like, you know, I know my Hispanic family is super, super close. But I was just wondering, like, you have another Hispanic friend. You yeah. know, like, were they just as close? So, yeah, Cheesy would play. Cheesy played soccer. Cheesy's amazing at soccer. He played soccer. and Does he, he still play? Uh, yeah, he does. And he, uh, he would use his garage as a goal because it's about the same size as a goal. Right. And his dad would sit there because his dad smoked. And he would just kick the ball at his dad instead. What <laughs> of, like, the heck? Would it hit his father? <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, my God, Cheesy. See, I don't oh, know how man. cheesy does these things, but then he's still so loved. I still have yet to meet the kid, and I love him. Like he is literally my bro. Yeah, cheesy, cheesy is one of a kind. Uh but I think this is this is the wrap up of the podcast. It it was a it was a good one. Consider, two stories. Two stories. Considering we had to record this shit twice. Yeah, I know. Legit, that sucked. Never again. We're going to come back full prepared. Next time, if this shit happens, fuck it. You guys aren't getting one. No, that's not happening. They need a show. They need a listen. They need an episode, right? Yes, an Cause, episode. Because that's what this is called. It's called an episode. Yes, an episode. Uh, So, anything to look forward to for episode two? I don't know. We should see what comes. You're going to give your social on episode two? <laughs> no. three? It's episode three. This is two. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, any last words? See you next time and stay tuned for the next episode. No secrets. <laughs>